This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Today's technology has dramatically altered how young women think of themselves, learn about the world, develop social skills, and communicate with others. It's up to parents to help their young daughters navigate the brave new world of digital media. They're very vulnerable, and it's putting the burden, I think, on mothers and fathers to teach them to be really savvy consumers of social media. Then, you already know that walking is good for your health, but you may not know the latest research on how to maximize the benefits of walking. If you find you're walking too intensively and you're not enjoying it, then you just won't bother doing it. So the most important thing is to find the pace that makes walking pleasurable for you. Stay with us. InfoTrack begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Today's technology has changed the way girls think of themselves and the world at large. A clinical psychologist has helpful advice for parents and their teenage daughters. Here with the story, InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Our guest is clinical psychologist Ronnie Cohen-Sandler, the author of Anything But My Phone, Mom, Raising Emotionally Resilient Daughters in the Digital Age. So, Dr. Sandler, let's start with just a bit of an overview. How do you see the current parenting landscape, and how has it changed since the huge changes in technology over the past 10 or 15 years? Well, I see it changing as well. Along with the adolescent landscape changing, parenting has changed a lot. And it's not just technology. It's also important to note that Everything has changed for teenagers. This generation is so different from previous generations. They're far more sensitive to and interested in the world outside of themselves, their families, and even their communities. They're interested in the world. And as a result of that, they're very sensitive to or vulnerable to the anxiety that is in the universe about climate change and the Me Too movement, Black Lives Matter, and politics. I've never seen this before in my multiple decades in practice. Do we know what the average age is that kids are getting phones today? That's a good question. I think it varies, and it really varies by community. In some communities, I'm hearing about kids as young as eight or nine, that's not even preteen, getting cell phones. And in other communities, it's much older. But I think that what's important for parents to think about is when do kids need phones? There's no one age that's better than another. When do they really need them? And what functions do they really need? So eight and nine-year-olds don't need smartphones. In fact, they should not have smartphones. It would be like them carrying around a computer everywhere they go. They're not ready to do that without supervision. So you can get devices that are appropriate for younger children that only allow them to make calls to certain specified numbers, safety numbers like parents and other caregivers. I think the title of your book, referring to the massive impact of phones and social media on kids, strikes a real chord with pretty much every parent these days. But your book is especially focused 
focused on advice for mothers on how to handle the modern challenges of parenting teenage girls. How have all these things affected girls differently or perhaps more drastically than boys? Well, I will get to your answer in just a second, but I do want to say that even though I'm focused on the mother-daughter relationship, I really think that there's a lot that parents of both genders can get from this book. And there are a lot of fathers that are raising daughters, and by no means should they feel excluded. But in terms of how it has really affected girls more than boys, all the research is very, very clear that girls are more vulnerable to some of the negative aspects of social media because they're socialized to be more sensitive to feelings and because relationships are much more a source of their self-esteem at this age, the nuances, the little ups and downs in relationships affect them more than they do boys. And this is true in real life. It's true on social media. The other reason is because of the focus on body image and self-consciousness. Girls have always compared themselves to other girls. You know, it just used to happen more in the hallways of the high school or the school cafeteria. Now it's online where so much of what is posted is really distorted, airbrushed, maybe even misinformation completely. And so they're very vulnerable and it's putting the burden, I think, on mothers and fathers to teach them to be really savvy consumers of social media. Our guest on InfoTrack is clinical psychologist Ronnie Cohen-Sandler, the author of Anything But My Phone, Mom, Raising Emotionally Resilient Daughters in the Digital Age. One of your chapter titles is Mothering the Daughter You Have. And that struck me as an interesting and important thought. Talk about that for a moment. Yes, you know, it's so easy when you're raising a daughter, even before she actually is born, you know, to imagine what you would like to have in terms of your relationship with her, the kinds of things that you want to do with her. And it's perfectly normal to have those kind of thoughts. But of course, in reality, we don't always get exactly what we wish for. And sometimes our daughters are very, very different from us in fundamental ways that can make it more challenging to raise them. So for example, if you were very, very social as a teen, you might be very distressed if your daughter is shy and doesn't really seem to be that interested in making friends, likes to spend a lot of time by herself. You may see that as a problem, something that you need to do something about. And that may be accurate, or it may be that your daughter just has a very different temperament from what you do. And If you try to make her into something she's not, she's going to get the message that you think something's wrong with her. You think that there's something to be fixed there. And she's going to feel inadequate and feel resentful toward you. So it's a tricky thing for moms to know when they should encourage things and when they shouldn't. But the first thing that they should look at is themselves to ask themselves, is this an expectation that makes sense for the daughter that they have. Do you have any suggestions for moms on how to encourage their daughters to be willing to have meaningful conversations with them? Obviously, this was a tough issue long before cell phones even came along. Yes, that's absolutely right. It's been an age-old thing. I think I've gotten asked this question just about every talk I've ever given. Yes, I think that it's so important today as well. 
And I find that there are many things that moms are doing right and other things that teens tell me that their mothers really need to do differently in order to encourage them to have these conversations. It's helpful when mothers have a kind of respect for the reciprocity in the conversation, rather than feeling like it's up to them to do the talking and it's up to the daughters to do the listening. That can come from the way they were brought up as well. But girls these days want to participate. They want to have their voices heard, which is a very positive thing. And if moms are comfortable with that, then they can more easily get to meaningful conversations. The other thing moms can do is to be careful to monitor their reactions because at the same time that girls want to speak and have their voices heard, they're very sensitive to how their messages are being received. And so if moms get upset about something girls divulge, they get angry, they get anxious, they react in a very strong way, it's going to discourage girls from revealing those kind of things in the future. It's going to be like a hot topic that girls will be afraid to go near. And with social media and technology, that's not what moms want. We're nearly out of time, but do you have any final words of advice for moms on perhaps getting some semblance of control over screens and social media? Well, I think it's great to sit down with girls and to say to them, show me what you're enjoying. Show me what you enjoy doing and go through things with them. Just in the same way that moms used to sit down with daughters and watch teen-oriented TV shows to learn what their daughters were interested in and what their daughters' thought processes were. The same way, if your daughter is on TikTok or if she's watching YouTube videos, say, show me what you like to see. And she may not show you everything, but you'll get a better sense of what she's getting out of those sites and why she likes spending time on them. And it's at least a beginning for a conversation. Clinical psychologist Ronnie Cohen-Sandler, the author of Anything But My Phone Mom, Raising Emotionally Resilient Daughters in the Digital Age. Doctor, thank you very much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. For InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. Next, the latest research on the benefits of walking. That story, straight ahead. There's more InfoTrack coming up. Stay tuned.